God bless you guys. God bless the world, buddy. Let's go racing. This is the Loud Pedal Podcast. A very diverse cast of automobile racing characters. Slider for the lead and the win. He tagged the Cookman Drag Race to the line. Who got it? Give it to Rico. With your host, NBC Sports television analyst and part-time midget racer, it's D. Welch and Mr. Dylan Welch. Yeah, you damn right I got that. What out there? Oh, that stupid-ass flagman. They got a dumb-ass flagman they can't see. And an expert in only one category, food. Now, look how big those things are. Meat on the bone there and cook perfect. Well, sometimes racing, but mostly food. When you're talking a, a meal, like before I'm about to die, I will ask for 15 to 20 chicken wings. It's heavy lunch, Tyler Burnett. It's episode 45 of the Loud Pedal Podcast here on Flow Racing. This is a midweek Indiana Sprint Week episode as we have seen two checkered flags so far of the three races during Indiana Sprint Week as Gas City rained out the first night and then um, Kokomo 18 laps in was rained out which Justin Grant, of course, won. And then now Logan Seavey, who was our guest today, has gone back-to-back winning at Lawrenceburg and then a rained-out makeup at Gas City on Monday night. D. Welch, what have you thought of uh, Indiana Sprint Week so far? Yeah, it's been, uh, you know, it's it's been Sprint Week. You know, it's it's delivered, and, um, you know, Logan's been really good. Uh, you know, it was obviously really good at Lawrenceburg. And then at Gas City, you know, that was, that was uh, a unique Gas City. You know, that place normally is not uh, – not quite as uh, rough and choppy as it was last night. And so that was, uh, that's always a challenge no matter the racetrack, but um, you know, he, he did a great job and, and put his car everywhere he needed to, uh, you know, and as he said it in his victory lane interview, you know, you got to have a car that uh, can go through the, the holes and stuff well. And, um, and it did, you know, Derek Claxon, his crew chief was, uh, was right on the money with that. So, um, you know, did a good job to hold off Brady there last night and, um, you know, nice, nice wave of momentum as we go into the, you know, the, the money stretch here. CV won at gas city last year during Indiana sprint week. Um, he's actually won three of his four features with USAC, uh, during sprint week. So, uh, which, you know, that pays the bills. Do you Welch, uh, uh, winning during sprint week pays a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, it's, it's just, you know, it's a prestige thing too, obviously. I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's as tough as it's going to get, you know, you, you've got, um, you know, you've got obviously all the USAC regulars and then some guys that, that are really good at, at, you know, the tracks they race at locally that, you know, come out and run those sprint week shows. And, you know, some guys that, um, that just kind of come out of the woodwork that, you know, it always makes it tougher. And, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of cars, you know, at sprint week and, you know, there's a lot of things that, that can go wrong that, um, make those races tougher to win. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. And, you know, he's a, he's a guy that still, you know, admittedly doesn't have a ton of experience in a non-wing sprint car. Um, and so to go out there and, and win three of his, you know, races at sprint week is I think a testament to, uh, you know, his ability. There wasn't enough water at Lawrenceburg speedway, uh, for how hot it was there. It was incredibly hot, like in, uh, low nineties, uh, humidity, probably at a hundred percent. I mean, it was, it was a very, very warm night, um, but of course, CV won that race and and um, held off Tanner Thorson and Jake Swanson. Jake Swanson nearly winning his first 
uh, USAC National Sprint Car Series race. Let's go through our Sun Dollar Restoration Hat Shakes of the Week brought to you by Sun Dollar Restoration based in Carmel, Indiana. Um, the company is a great one. They'll take care of your water, mold, fire, restoration issues. Um, I think I believe they have a few firehouses um, currently right now. Um, but they do a lot of uh, restoration for pretty much any need that you have. Uh, they'll get with your insurance company and the insurance company will pay for everything. You won't pay for a dime. That's sundollar.net. Um, Lernerville Speedway, Brad Sweet won with the World of Outlaws. Congratulations to the big cat. He continues to keep winning. Um, Danny Dietrich, winner at Sealands Grove. Uh, looking down the list here. Ayrton Jenatin won uh, Sprint Invaders Association race. Timez won at Circle City in a winged 410 sprint car. How about that for Timez, D. Welch? Yeah, it's a big one. Alex, that was Alex Bowman was there racing that night too. So that was a nice win for Team Mez. Yeah, Bowman led the majority of that race. And he said, I think he just said he couldn't get through lap traffic. Uh, if you want to listen to uh, Alex Bowman, um, you can listen to him last week on episode 44 of the Loud Pedal podcast where he discussed uh, his wing adventures here. I know that NASCAR has been off. Well, this is going to be the second week off now. Larson's going to the Prairie Dirt Classic um with his late model i think he was vacationing with boyer and a few other sticky stenthouse or whatever on the first week so um you know win 175 grand at the king's royal then go on a vacation i mean it seems like a pretty good life there for larson and go go race some late models uh the late models just seem to pay a little bit more than some of these sprint car races <laughs> well and i actually hannah is going to uh the prairie dirt classic this week so i'm actually somewhat aware of that event which is a change um and so it's a it's a big event they got like 80 cars pre-entered and yeah larson will be there like all the you know mccready i think is running nick hoffman is is going to run bloomquist cars so uh there's a lot of a lot of big names at that event and it's a i don't know how much it pays but it pays a lot um so it's a that'll be a, a big one to watch justin grant won a usac silver crown series race at winchester holding off uh cody swanson at the line did you watch that one that was a pretty big win there for I did. his first payment uh, win on silver crown cars yeah and i was that's actually i was gonna give my hat shake to him because i think um you know i i think his first year that he ran pavement silver crown um was one of the like first years i was working for usac uh and i remember he was like he was not very good. I mean, was like, you know, this was in the days of like, you know, 13, 14 silver crown cars. And he was like struggling to run like eighth, you know, so just cause it was so new. Um, and, and so it's been cool to watch his progression, uh, you know, over the last five, six, you know, years as he's gotten more comfortable with those cars and then also, you know, gotten more comfortable on pavement. Um, and then to go to Winchester and, and, you know, do that and that be your first win. That's, that's about uh, as badass as it gets. So that's pretty cool for old JG. So I was going to give a, give a frolic hat shake to him for that one. That's a good one. Uh, I like that one there. Uh, JG gets D Welch's Sun Dollar Restoration hat shake of the week. Um, Briggs Danner, Briggs Danner continues to win. Uh, he won a Georgetown Speedway. And then I believe he won another one here. Was it, was it Bridgeport that he won at? Um, I'm looking at it. Uh, I believe so. I might be wrong. Anyways, he had two wins over the this past week, wherever it was. Um, so Briggs Danner, I think he might get my hat shake. I mean, he's he just continues to keep winning. Um, it's you know, I know that the USAC East Coast Sprint Car Series is a little bit different than winning on the USAC National Sprint Car Series stage. Um, but just like we talked about with Isaac Chapel, who won his fifth straight 
uh, and then was was upset by Matt Westfall uh, for his sixth uh, with Boss. It's it's pretty hard to put consecutive wins together like that, don't you think? No, it is. I mean, and, and you know, those series, I mean, the competition level is relative, right? You know, I mean, it's, it's you know, Boss, you know, all those guys are, you know, probably about the same level of, of, of talent and it's not a slight on them, but it's, it's not USAC. Um, but those guys that go run that series, you know, that's, that's their, their competition level. So yeah, to your point, winning five races in a row against guys who are all equally as competitive as you, that's pretty damn impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, uh, and the same thing with Briggs, you know, in the East coast deal, I mean, he obviously was really good when USAC came out out there for Eastern storm, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it doesn't matter. I mean, winning, you know, winning five races in a row in anything is, is, uh, an impressive feat because, uh, as you said, you know, there's, there's plenty that can go wrong on one of those nights that can derail, derail that. So yeah, those guys both, uh, have been rolling this year. Apologies. Alex Bright won at Bridgeport. Briggs Danner does have six wins this year with the USAC East coast sprint cars. Um, he won at Georgetown. They rained out at Bloomsburg, but he did win at action track USA. So, he had a couple back to back there, but Alex Bright won at Bridgeport. Um, so Sheldon Hanshield won at Williams Grove. That was a good race. And I believe, am I looking at this right? I thought, I thought Brett Marks won at Williams Grove. No, did he win? He did. Th- did they yeah. race there twice? Yeah. I th- yeah, they did. Okay. So Sheldon Hanshield won one of them and then Brett Marks won the other one. Um, and like I mentioned, Alex Bright won. Uh, who else do we got here? Matt Covington victory with ASCS national tour. Congratulations to him. Did you see See, that? What's that? Oh, that was a, (laughs) that was a crazy race. Wasn't it? Yeah. To say the least, go back and watch the highlights of the ASCS national tour with uh, Covington's victory. Um, that was a wild ending to a sprint car race. If you, if you've ever seen one, uh, happen like that, I mean, you rarely see them happen like that, but just. Just take my word for it and uh, go watch that one. Seabell won an all-star race, a flow racing all-star event at Lake Ozark. Um, Cap Henry also victorious. And Tyler Courtney over the weekend with the all-stars winners. Um, I believe that's about all we got. If I didn't mention you, I am sorry. But that's the winners for our Sun Dollar Restoration Hat Shake of the Week. You gave yours to who? Justin Grant. And mine goes to Briggs Danner for his success this year in the USAC East Coast Sprint Cars. Logan Seavey, he's going to join us. He's getting ready to float down a river. He says he's drinking water today, but I highly doubt that. Uh, Celebrating his back-to-back $6,000 paydays at Lawrenceburg Speedway and Gas City I-69 Speedway during Indiana Sprint Week. One day off for the boys, and then they're back at it with four straight nights during Indiana Sprint Week. He is next. This is episode... 45 of the loud pedal podcast on flow racing our presenting sponsor of the loud pedal podcast it's quick bits and quickbits.com. it's your one-stop shop for over 350,000 national parts and accessories from the brands you demand truck jeep i'm getting ready to get me a jeep so i'm excited about that uh, jeep auto a and atv with fast free shipping to your door use promo code flow sports at checkout for additional savings that's quick pits how you like me now
Welcome back to episode 45 of the Loud Pedal Podcast. We are in the midst of a break during Indiana Sprint Week. Luckily, we have had two checkered flags uh, this week, and both of them have gone to the guy that has joined us now, Logan CB. What's up, man? You guys got that thing rolling pretty good. Yeah, yeah, we have so far. Um, you know, we got with, you know, Derek and the, the Baldwin crew um, a few months ago, and it uh, seems like right off the bat we've had pretty good speed. You know, uh, went to Eldor and we were pretty fast, just a few little minor issues, but it's kind of expected, you know, getting in a new car. And um, I kind of struggled myself in Pennsylvania, but I knew uh, we'd race some local shows here around Indiana, and I knew that once we got here to Spring Week that we'd have some speed, and uh, we're finally showing it here this week. It's a perfect time to, you know, show up and, you know, be fast. Yeah, there's no better time, obviously, to, to kind of be hitting your stride. So, I mean, as as good as you guys have been, you know, the last couple of nights, I mean, Gas City, you know, last night was obviously kind of a weird Gas City. And then Lawrenceburg is its own kind of thing. So does that make you feel feel extra good or extra confident just kind of about the program with, you know, your guys, you know, diversity and, and your ability to kind of be good at both those places? Yeah, definitely. I feel like um, I really honestly feel like I have never been that great at Gas City. And then, you know, I, I won there last year at Sprint Week, but it wasn't like I was, you know, just that much better than everybody. I kind of just um, got to the lead early and, you know, was able to hold on. But um, last night I felt like we were actually just better than everybody, honestly. I feel like our car was really, really good through the holes. And uh, it's kind of what you have to be able to do when the track's that rough. You got to be able to kind of make adjustments and be good in the holes. And uh, Derek's got me really comfortable to where I'm, you know, not worried about tipping over. You know, we carried the left rear a few times, but uh, it doesn't really have a big scary – feeling or dipping on the right front feeling like a lot of cars do so um i feel good about that and then lawrenceburg we went there during midweek and um won that race which obviously wasn't a usac race but brady and cj and there's a few pretty pretty stout cars there and uh to be able to beat them was a big confidence booster going into you know lawrenceburg and um yeah i felt lawrenceburg i felt the most comfortable about any track at, uh, on spirit week schedule so um there's still a lot more that i like i really like putnamville and i really like bloomington so hopefully we can uh, pick up a few more. When you're going through the ruts like that at Gas City, I mean, is it, are you just guessing as to where they are? I mean, do you kind of like in the warm-up laps figure out where they're at quickly and then try to adjust? I mean, your line going into one was like to the bottom, then slide to the top in the middle of the corner. And then, you know, it's just – and then Bacon was running a completely different line. I think his car is a little bit tighter than yours. Yeah, definitely. He was tight enough to kind of turn down to the slick and get some drive down the backstretch, but – um, like I said, I was, I was airing on the free side just cause I knew that we were towards the front and we needed to be free to carry a lot of speed up there and drive through the holes like we were, but yeah, definitely on the warm up lap is kind of where you learn everything. Um, you kind of roll around every line in the racetrack and see where the holes are. And yeah, last night I actually kind of caught me by surprise. I felt, I thought after hot laps, I was in the first group, so it was a little greasy still, but I really thought it was going to go slick and be pretty smooth. And then. Uh, I roll up for my first lap in qualifying and I'm like jump on one wheel bouncing across the racetrack and I was not ready for that. So um, that caught me off guard, but uh, luckily enough, we were able to put down a decent lap. But um, yeah, watching the video, I honestly, like I said in my interview, I had no idea where I needed to be out on the racetrack in one and two. I felt pretty confident about how, confident about how I was getting through three and four, but one and two, I changed my line I feel like six different times and I feel like nothing made me go faster like you said I was sliding across the racetrack and um, a couple times I would enter above it and kind of follow it around and 
you know, there were times where I just enter right through the holes and bounce across there. So I didn't really know what was faster and I couldn't really gauge off the lap cars very well because they were struggling just as bad as I was. And um, yeah, after watching the video, I feel like um, Brady might have had a little bit better, you know, drive down the backstretch. But then trying to get across into turn three, he was struggling to get back across the slick to get, you know, get angle into three. And that's where I feel like I was gaining most of my ground was getting into three and off the four. So uh, it was kind of a tough situation. You know, like I said, he was gaining for sure in one and two, but from the backstretch down into three, I was, I was just carrying a lot more speed than he was able to. So, um, yeah, just one of them deals where, especially one of the deals when you're leading, you don't really know where to be, but uh, luckily enough, it worked out. Well, and that's kind of what I was going to ask, you know, in that situation, like, I mean, and it worked out obviously for you last night, but do you, would you prefer to not be leading there so you can move around or like, how do you, I mean, how do you play that balance? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's easy to say, you know, it's not, it's good to be in second, but you, you obviously always want to be leading every lap. But uh, in that situation, when the track, you know, is rough and there is other options to run. Um, yeah. I think, there are times when second is an advantage. And last night, I think there probably was a little bit of an advantage, but luckily enough, like I said, my car was just good enough to where um, I was able to search and not lose too much ground anywhere I went. So um, that's just kind of what it takes. You got to be able to go through the holes or be able to slide across the slick and uh, still have grip. So um, yeah, there, like I said, there are times when being second is nice. And um, like, I think it helped me out of Lawrenceburg kind of figuring out, uh, the first few laps, how to, you know, gauge my speed off other cars and um, figure out where I needed to be to be better. But uh, I didn't really have that chance at Gas City. I said to run 110% every lap. Yep. Cannon McIntosh um, has been running some sprint car races, non-wing sprint car races and, and learning. And then you took you guys, you took to it really well, uh, the non-wing sprint car after being in a midget for a while. Uh, what what are the clear differences in the cars? I mean, it. I th they they got to drive completely different, but it seems like you guys take to them pretty well. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, you know, most people probably say power, but for some reason, I feel like my biggest difference is the weight and uh, <clears throat> like range of motion they have. They obviously, they roll around a lot more. Uh, you get, I feel like you get a lot more travel in your car in a sprint car. And um, that's probably the biggest thing for me is the weight. Like once you kind of commit to something in a sprint car, you're, you have to be fully committed. And a midget, you can kind of, you know, tap the brakes and change your direction in a hurry in a sprint car. Uh, you don't really get to change directions once you drive around in the corner. That's uh, kind of what you got. Um, and then the, the power will kind of, you know, it helps you at times for sure, but uh, it definitely magnifies that um, weight. So when you're sliding across the racetrack and you, you know, you can jump on the gas to try to change directions, but um, normally you have so much power that you jump on the gas and lose more grip. You know, a midget, you kind of stand on the gas and gain grip and a, and a sprint car. I feel like if you're sliding across the racetrack already, if you're in trouble, the, the throttle doesn't always help you. So, um, besides, I mean, besides that, they're obviously pretty similar race cars, same suspension, same everything else. But, um, yeah, for me, it seems to be the weight, just carrying the weight around the racetrack is a little bit different ball game. I don't look in big picture, Logan, like you were, you were in obviously in the Toyota pipeline at one point with Keith Coons, you ran some, some pavement stuff for Toyota. Um, and then, you know, kind of moved around and now you've landed with, with obviously Jerome Rodella on the midget side, you've got a really good solid sprint car program. You've got a silver crown ride. You're kind of becoming one of those guys on the USAC trail now that is, you know, a, a fixture in, in everything. 
Um, are you, I mean, are you satisfied with that? Are you happy with, with kind of this direction that your career is, has taken to, to be able to run all three of those cars and, and be a USAC guy? Yeah, I think, um, if I were unsatisfied, I'd probably be doing something wrong. You know, I grew up in California racing outlaw cars and, um, never expected to do anything up above that. Honestly, I didn't even think I'd really get to run sprint cars in California. And then, um, you know, I was going to college already before I did any of this anything bigger than go-karts really um i was going to college to get my degree and go to work and um you know all of the stars just lined up perfectly for me to go racing and then come out here to indiana so um yeah just to alone to be out here racing is a dream come true but uh, to be a midget champion and you know now four sprint car wins and been pretty close to a silver crown win here soon so hopefully we can grab one of those so um yeah i think overall right now i'm just still living the dream right now you know it's um, still exciting for me to go to racing every day and uh, get to race for a living. I know a lot of people say that a lot, but uh, it really is exciting for me. And um, I'm just, you know, loving every minute of it and trying to take it all in and enjoy every every race we go to. But, um, yeah, I still have aspirations to, you know, win lots of races and um, hopefully jump in a wing car. I, You know, unfortunately, I only get to get in wing cars, you know, two or three times a year. And I feel like if I got more races, I could, you know, figure those things out and, get better but i just don't quite get to race those enough and it's hard to really commit to any wing stuff when you when you're kind of locked into a full usac schedule also so um it's one of them deals where it's like you you kind of got to give up usac racing to go wing racing or you gotta you know punish the wing side of things and focus on the you know usac stuff so um yeah we'll see i'm right now i'm still you know i still have goals in usac that i want to accomplish and if one day i feel like i check all those off we might try something try something else and um, do other things. I actually have aspirations to do lots of different racing. You know, I would like to race sports cars, for example. I'd like to race dirt light models and however you get a chance to do that. Um, but yeah, right now I still have goals that I want to get out of the way first in USAC. You mentioned uh, potentially going to college. What would you have done? Like, what was what was what was you planning on doing uh, for a career if it wasn't racing? Yeah, I was. Um, about a year into my mechanical engineering degree and I was just going to keep figuring, I was going to, you know, I hadn't quite figured out what exactly I want to do as a career wise, but um, I was pretty interested in that field. And uh, like I said, I went to a full year at a university in uh, Chico state and um, was having fun with that a lot. Actually, I was, I was actually enjoying college a lot and um, you know, racing just worked out and uh, obviously I enjoy this a little bit more than going to class every day. Yeah. That's I, I imagine that'd be a lot more fun. Mechanic. You're way smarter than me. Mechanical engineering. I can't, I mean, I can't even imagine that. So it's uh, I'm glad it worked out for you too. You can be a racer. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So are you floating down a river today or what? Yeah, I guess that's the plan. I just uh, found about, found out about this yesterday afternoon when I texted you, but uh, yeah, I guess it's a decent way to spend the day off, finally get a day to relax and, um, we spend enough time in the sun in Indiana Sprint Week, so being in the sun maybe not might not be the most ideal thing to do, but um, just drink a lot of water and try to stay hydrated. And we got four more nights of sprint car racing, so um, yeah, Sprint Week's tough, and um, it's hot in Indiana. Obviously, you guys know you guys are out here quite a bit, and uh, it's a struggle. But yeah, these I mean, sprint car racing only thirty laps, but I still sweat a ton out here and it's like i'm drinking 
I feel like 20 bottles of water a day and PDLI and all sorts of stuff to, you know, stay in the game. Are you guys planning on running the Baldwin car at the rest of the USAC races or have you gotten that far? I mean, what's, what's the discussions like for the rest of the year? Yeah, we haven't really come up with a full blown schedule yet. We just kind of, you know, it's like every race we go to, we kind of talk about where we're going next as we're leaving. It's one of them deals, you know, I've obviously I'm doing the full, uh, silver crown and full midget schedules. And, um, I'd like to run most of the that most of the sprint car races from here on. Um, you know, I'd like to for sure go to Houston and run the big race they're doing there. And then, uh, I'm not sure about the West coast yet. I'd obviously like to run a sprint car out there, but, uh, it's a long haul for people not racing for points, you know? So, um, you know, we'll, we'll just see how the rest of this year goes and kind of go from there. Yeah. We haven't, every race we've been to is like, you know, a week before, you know, are we going here? Yep. All right, let's go. And then, you know, we go and, uh, it's just kind of how it's been so far. What would it mean to win this Indiana sprint week title? I mean, you're second in second in points right now. I know it's going to be hard to be as consistent as bacon is, uh, the next four nights, but you know, you're only 12 points back. I mean, you got a real shot at this thing. Yeah. Yeah, we do. And, um, by how we'd been, you know, I knew we had speed, obviously don't get me wrong, but, um, just the consistency on my part hasn't been there and, uh, haven't been able to finish races well. And, uh, before Lawrenceburg, I think our best finish was like ninth, the USAC race, you know, we'd won some local races, but, uh, USAC race, was like ninth and then now we've won two races. So, um, just, you know, things are clicking. I'm putting nights together. I'm getting through my heat races finally. And, um, it's just kind of what it takes, but yeah, spring week is such a big week. And, uh, I definitely didn't expect to be in the hunt this early in the, in the week or this early, really in my sprint car career. I think this is only my second sprint week. And, um, so far it's going really good. Obviously we're close, but Brady is, you know, like the epitome of an incredible points racer. He's so good. He's to me right now, the best sprint car racer, not a sprint car racer out there. And, um, every night, you know, it's like, you win, you think you're going to gain a little on him and he's standing right next to you. So, uh, he makes it tough, but it's, that would be, you know, really an accomplishing feeling to know that, you know, if we win, that we beat Brady right now, who is, is the best. Did you go to the frolic last night? You look like you're in pretty good shape here. I, I didn't know the frolic wasn't, I guess, to be like, you know, Monday night race, they didn't make it. So, uh, I did go after Lawrenceburg, hung out there for a little bit and, um, uh, you know, we kind of put some wagers on, on, uh, if I win and if I throw their name, give them a shout out in my interview. So, uh, I made a little extra money with the shout out. So, uh, oh shoot. what did I just do? Am I still on here? You're here. Your video went away. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I don't know what happened. Oh, there um, go. there you go. But, uh, but yeah, so Gary and Fuqua at Frolic, they were disappointed that, um, you know, I didn't say any, didn't say anything after Lawrenceburg about, hanging out for all like so had to give him a shout out at my interview um yeah like i said there are some wagers on the line so i i couldn't lose that one the biggest night of frolic is coming up on friday at bloomington so you gotta you gotta get rested up and prepared yeah my phone actually gave me some memories from the frolic pictures from the frolic a couple years ago at bloomington on a friday night so um kind of gave me a good reminder of what's to come but yeah the frolic is you know such a just fun part of sprint week and smackdown and all the big races here in indiana these guys are just so fun to hang out with and um yeah like i said just just good people and they like to have fun and um 
I wish more people, more fans would go hang out. I feel like it's kind of part of the sprint week experience and it would make the whole week more fun for a lot of people if they just go uh, hang out after the races and, uh, you know, have a good time. But sprint week is a tough one to even do that because, you know, everybody's working so hard and driving back to the shop and working on their cars and driving, you know, getting up early the next day and going to the next track. So sprint week's a tough one. I think, uh, you know, SmackDown or, uh, some of them shows that we get to stay at the same track a few nights in a row. That's kind of more their calling. For sure. It's really a grind, not only on the drivers and the teams, but the officials. And um, it's 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 a long week, but we have four more to go. And hopefully you're a uh, crown champion there. That'd be a nice rocker. Where would you put that rocker anyways? Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out. I just actually got a, just got accepted for a house finally. I've been looking for a house for about five or six months. So just got accepted for a house. So we're... Um, you know, not looking for places for it yet, but if time comes, you know, we'll have to figure out where to put it in the new house, but that would be really cool. Obviously it's a iconic trophy and, um, they're pieces of art and reality. And it's, um, pretty cool little piece of, uh, you know, history, sprint week history would be awesome. So, um, yeah, we still got four more nights. So I'm not really quite focused on that yet. I'm just trying to get through the next race. For sure. Well, Drink some water today, uh, have some fun, and we'll see you tomorrow. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Logan.